So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock. Bringing your inner life to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody, to this Tuesday, we pull no punches edition of Everyday Connection. <laughs> I'm Rico Shields, inside joke. And off to my left here is Jean Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jean? I think I'm in control of my faculties. I don't know. I'll let you know how that goes as night goes on. Wow. I mean, the splendid being thing. Sometimes. The automatic rating, yeah. Well, the automatic rating thing, I got a handle on. I can, I can accept when that happens. But when just random phrases come out of my mouth for no apparent reason, other than that, somebody wants to give somebody a uh, talking to about their emotional and mental shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't quite figured out how to clamp down on that yet, but I guess I'm going to have to work on it because, bam. Truth it was. It's just, me. You, you just have to learn to say right afterwards, you know, when there's this sudden silence, because, you know, not everybody will laugh or, or be sarcastic like me, and, and just go, oh, wow, did I say that out loud? And yeah. then, then they'll just look at you like you're crazy and go on, and, and you know, because they're going to ignore you either way, so you might as well make it pleasant. I should just I should just get a button made, you know. Any truth that is not that you know that comes out of this mouth is is not the fault of the human being. Not the fault of the mouth. Rather the fault owner. of spirit that <laughs> the spirit that's residing within. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll have yeah. to work well, on that and find a button no. that I can wear proudly. No, once we're telepathically connected as a as a community on this planet, um, no more hiding that kind of stuff. And and what yeah, I hear true. from most of the most of the channels that I know, most of the channeling, the, the entities, the they're all pretty much like, all right, <clears throat> time to mess around with this is over. We're tired of talking about this. You just gotta stop it. You know, and so then I'm like, oh, wow, so you change and you go to another YouTube video so somebody else will tell you how lovely and wonderful and bunnies and rainbows it is. And they're going, and look, if you don't stop it, you're going to miss the damn train. It's not like it's the only train. It's not like you're doomed forever. But if you want this one, you got to get on. And, and you're just like, okay, it wow. So It really has gotten to that point, and I think that we're hearing that right across the board with everybody. Um, it's well, not. It's, it's a choice point. Yeah, it's it's not that it's an end to anything per se, um, but it's and it's definitely not that the next train might not be, 
you know, <laughs> just six weeks up the road. You know, we're not saying you're doomed for another 26,000 years or something. That's not the story. Besides, 26,000 years is kind of a, I don't know, a weekend outing for a spirit. But but um, it, it, it sort of has come to, it seems to be sort of coming to, all right, you've been working at this for this long. Now all that's left is to just decide. <laughs> After all this while and doing all this work, you still haven't decided? And I, yeah, I sound the same way, you know, when I think about it. Anyway, we, 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 um, I find it entirely appropriate, both due to the time of the month that it is and that we're talking about, you know, all right, time to get off it. Uh, it's perfectly appropriate and ideal that we have Stacy's friends, the professors, and then of course our loving and, and gentle Stacy Kerchival. How are you, Stacy? I'm good. Who says I'm always loving and gentle? I, I, I didn't say always. I just said our, our loving and gentle Stacy. Oh, I love uh, you guys. Thank you. Because you know you'll you'll do that. Like you know, I really love you guys, and da da da. And the, and the professors, look, we're really getting tired of this. <laughs> oh yeah. We love you too, oh, yeah. but wow, would you straighten up? Uh, yeah. They like to just get right to the point. They're not hearts and flowers, that's for sure. No bunnies and rainbows, yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 well, no. Well, and and we've talked for you know, 14 months, 16 months on this show that it's not all bunnies and rainbows. Get over it. Absolutely. Just, Absolutely. Why you know, before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. How long have we been telling you that? Chop wood, Absolutely. carry water. That's work, right? It's, it's a horrible, evil word, but after enlightenment, it's not work anymore. It's almost play. Actually, Mary just made an interesting point in the in the chat. She says the professors have actually softened since we first met them. Absolutely, when the professors first came through, they were all piss and vinegar. And um, but as the meld, uh, you know, happened between my personality and and you know my essence, their essence, uh, we sort of uh, came to a middle ground. Well, shit, what does that say for me, considering that George was gentle as shit when we first hooked up, but now, <laughs> well, damn, dude's got attitude. <laughs> I, think, I think part of it is just us overachieving light workers are continuing to send out this signal of, give it to me already. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm tired of this. And so they're going, okay, <laughs> if that's how you want it. We're tired of this. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a good reflection, but um, but we do. We're like, okay, whatever it takes. All right, we're going to come slap you around a little bit uh, if that's what you understand. And um, uh, I think particularly you've had some. I, I know because we've both had them and talked about them together, <laughs> Gene. Some thoughts about you know would they just get on with it already? We've mm-hmm. done the work. Which where what? And uh, and I think that's part of this whole choice point is what if we did all that work and we ascend and nothing around us in our external world changes? If that's not okay, you didn't ascend. You didn't expand. You didn't enlighten because that's not how that works. See, and that, that's where that freaking word gets all up in people's grill and confuses them and makes them. I, I just I, yeah, I don't. don't 
dig on the word ascension. I'm sorry. I just don't dig on it. It's growth. It's expansion. It's our natural state. But why do we have to put this freaking title on it? For well, God's sakes, it's know. just who we are at the core of our being. Why does it have to be a big freaking thing? Why is it a thing? Why can't we just do it? It's natural state. It's what we do. Why do we have to put a title on it and make a big deal and a big fuss and everybody else, you know, you got to study this and you got to learn that and you got to look within and you got to blah, blah. It, it's it's going to happen naturally. And that's, it, it's so frustrating sometimes. Just the word sets See? me off. It's like, wow, See? you know. See? And then we wonder how George got a little lip on him. <laughs> He's been hanging around with you. Yeah, he's been too, spending too much time with me. I honestly, it's just, I think it's just a natural state of being, and it I understand is. that that the titles allow us to explain the process. But I think in the end, it's going to come down to it's going to be just as natural to go through that particular growth process, the spiritual growth process, as it is to you know trans from diapers to a potty as a child. I think it's just, you well, know, nobody and really... You just well. kind of have to think about it a little bit right at first because it's kind of like Frisbee. You know, if if I asked you, do you know how to throw a Frisbee? You'd probably say, yeah. I haven't thrown one in years, but if I just tossed a Frisbee at you, you could probably throw it. But you wouldn't think about the fact that, you know, well, that was 10 years ago, and every morning I get up and go, I know how to throw a Frisbee. It works like this. You don't have to keep your finger on that skill, right? But yet later right. when you need it, it's just there. Well, that's that comes from the same place as if you suddenly just needed to speak Chinese, except you don't believe that. Your survival instinct jumps up and down and goes, they're going to burn you at the stake if you do that again. And, <laughs> and we go, okay, and back up. So, you know. Uh, but uh, I'm sure that we yeah. can, you know, ask the professors about several of these things because I think so. Stacey, well, they actually I'm sure they, they actually talked about it uh, a little bit last week. They did um, about how um, how things are changing uh, for those of us who are anchoring more in that fifth dimensional frequency. Now, even though we're in 5D, we're also still have the option of, of going and playing in three and four. And our external world in, in the most, for the most part is obviously changing. Um, but there's still the interaction with others and there's still all of that. And the professors basically said the work's over. Um, there's no more where you have to look at each other and say, oh, what's this person mirroring to me? Or what's this situation mirroring to me or showing me? They said, just get over all that. We're going to undo. Uh, basically, um, these were all tools that we used to uh, become more self-aware. But for for those of us who, they refer to um, many as masters. They said, you are masters. Um, it's just a matter of owning that, remembering it. And so if we really believe that we are uh, spirit beings uh, in human bodies, then the mastery automatically follows suit. Now, it doesn't mean everything is going to be um, all hearts and roses, but 
the wonderful thing that I appreciated about all of that, about not everything having to be a mirror and not everything is teaching us, it sort of just takes all the freaking pressure off. Um, exactly. You know, and having Please. to analyze and check ourselves and and all of that crap. So there's a lot of freedom in being able to just look at a situation and say, oh, okay, it's just there. And, and, um, and just... Uh, being with it that's it just being with it it's not nothing's teaching us anymore nothing's mirroring to us anymore i mean if you want to still keep that in your belief system then god bless you keep it in your in your belief system but it doesn't need to be there anymore it just right. doesn't and need to be there where we're constantly analyzing every freaking thing it's not a job anymore the job part is done exactly the, the the work is Difficulties done. and this and that were there to get you to sit down, meditate, pay attention to yourself in whatever ways you know works for you, but you've raised the vibration. You're now you can look at situations in a new, different maybe new's not even a good it's just different. You can look at situations in a different light, in a different way. And um uh, but that it's not, like you said, hearts and roses, bunnies and rainbows. And, you know, you wake up but, one morning in a Disney movie and the little bird is on your arm going, ew. whistle while you were, oh. you know. And it, you know what? Sometimes it is like that. And then other they, days you get where where the crow is on your shoulder pecking at your pecking at your ear, you know, your, your ear. Yeah. Um, you know, chewing at your ear or, or pecking at your neck. Um, but it's moment to moment. We can, it's just a moment to moment thing. And the bottom line is we're living a human experience. And, um, and even for those who say, you know, who, let's say, who are on the same page, we still annoy each other. Uh, we still (laughs) go into judgment. We still go into judgment sometimes over certain things, um, because, you know, the first thing, well, I wouldn't do that. Well, bam, there's the judgment. Or um, that person hurt me. Or It's like enough of the crybabying and the whining. Um, <clears throat> uh, it's just still going to be there, a lot of that stuff. Uh, but what what I like what the professor said is you, we're not staying in, in sort of that lower vibration um, as as long as we used to, we're able to bounce right back. Ah, Mary, absolutely. We're going to bounce between 3D and 5D until we're able to hold the 5D frequency longer and longer. Absolutely. 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 It's, a, it's, a, it's so just a practice thing. It's, it's that transition spot. It's kind of like that don't make a whole lot of really long-term plans until after January because you're going to be different, like radically different. Because uh, I'm radically different sometimes week to week, and uh, so a lot of <laughs> moment. well, I'm raising my hand moment yeah, to moment yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and uh, uh, you know, I for example, you know, me and the money thing. And I got to thinking about it and was like, all right, you know, Nestor, quit fooling around and just tell me how it is. And like we were talking about, I, some of the channels are getting pretty, you know straightforward, not dancing around subjects as much. And um, it was basically what I got back was, okay, you decided that this economic system is all screwed up. 
and that you don't want any part of it and that you want out of it. Okay, you're out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. And you broke ass mother. Oh, well, well, you know, I mean, it at the time. Be careful what you wish for, sir. At the time that I jumped off the cliff, the financial cliff, like they like to talk about in Washington, um, I wasn't. I didn't have my. The, the wind was there to go beneath my wings. I just didn't have my wings all the way spread out, and I didn't trust them, and I didn't believe in them, and I. A little, but not all the way, and it's fine to know that in your head, but until you know it in your heart, it's best not to jump off the but I've jumped now. So so what do I do now? Do I do I go backwards and go back in? Do I wait for something new to come along? It's you know, it's all just a craziness. But the answer was basically you, you practically jumped up and down on one foot demanding to be out of this dysfunctional mess. Okay. Out of the dysfunctional mess of economy, when that 3D thing is really the bit on the money, then no money. And <laughs> and abundance in other ways, you're still making it every day. You haven't, you know, hadn't been thrown out on the street. You hadn't gone hungry too much. And so, what? You know, it basically, and 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 George agrees because Gene's giggling, and but I, I I think that there's a number of light workers that that kind of are in that in that spot. You know, this money thing, this whole this is all just I don't want anything to do with it. We shouldn't have money, okay. <laughs> No having money. How's it working for you? But I think a lot of us, though, have that in common. Oh, yeah. Um, based on those those silly poverty vows and uh, that we took in, in, you know, in other expressions and that are still running as programs in the background. And, I mean, we know all of that. And I know sometimes that's a source of frustration for me as well, this money crap. But I've just had to learn to let it freaking go because I've just had to learn that, wow, I'm, an, I'm abundant in so many other ways. And um, and that'll catch up too. It, it actually is starting to catch up. So it's just focusing on, you know, <clears throat> okay, you focus on, wow, I, I, have, an, uh, I have an abundance of, of things or um, I was saying to Mark, I said, you know, we really do have a, a beautiful home. We have uh, an abundance of places to just go hang out in. Um, uh, we can never get tired of whichever room we're in. And then that also transfers into money. <clears throat> you know, that can transfer because when you're you're focusing on the abundance of everything else you have, well, then everything else, uh, then the money, the money stuff has to follow suit too. Oh, That's yeah. the rule. Yeah, and it it always in the end it goes back to gratitude too. You know, I mean, Absolutely. if you can if you can get back into that state of gratitude for the things that you do have, then you're going to get more of that stuff and more stuff that makes you grateful. So, but if every time you get out your wallet, you spend an hour thinking about how you don't have enough money. Well, guess what? <laughs> yeah. Guess what? Exactly. 
you know, this is... So I've got a new trick because I'm not, um, and I don't know if this will help anybody out there who's struggling with the same issue, but I mean, Rick and I will not deny, and I'm sure Stacey won't either, that the last year particularly has been uber tough, um, maybe even last two. I've, I've got a new trick to deal with this abundance issue, and it seems like such a simplistic tool, but it works wonderfully well. I carry $10 around in my wallet all the time so that every time I look at my wallet, I always have money. So I always know I have enough. And it's a small amount to carry, and I'm sure five would work just as well. Um, but because I, I look in my wallet and it's not empty. And it seems like such a simple, crazy little thing to do, but it works because you it look works. in your wallet and you go, huh, I still have $10. <laughs> I'm not broke. Yeah. And it, little things that you can do like that, you know? Um, I don't know. Bravo, and if it works, point. drop that's a excellent. sign and let us know. Because I know that the money money thing is, is it's a hard go for a lot of people. It's one of the biggest challenges to overcome. It's, it's money and health, the two big ones. Absolutely. And we've all experienced it, sure. We all have experienced or are it or still experiencing, but it's it's just um you know, what you focus on grows. So if you focus on not having enough, well you're gonna keep growing on that, not having enough. But that's a beautiful uh that's a beautiful little exercise, uh practical exercise you've offered up, Jean. That's that's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, no problem, it's what we do. I can't remember where I got the tip, but um, it was just from from I think it's just a collective collective year of doing this show and talking to people and just taking the abundant advice that yeah. has been poured Harkens out. Back to a, there's a Abraham. That's an Abraham exercise from I don't know since ever the first time I read it was in their first book. They. Uh-huh. You, I still haven't read them. Their idea. Oh, I know. I know that's. I'm not saying that's where you got oh, it. Uh, I mean, that's where no, you I, got I'm, it. Not out of the book. You got it out of the internet. Um, no, I'm just saying, I really should read those books eventually. <laughs> the um, their idea was if you put some money in your wallet that you that you don't ever spend. That way, when you look at something, instead of going, "Man, I'd like to have one of those," but I can't afford it. Mm. You could look at it and go, I could have that, and mm-hmm. you probably won't buy it. I've had that experience so many times, something I'm just, i got to have right this instant, but I don't have the money. Then I get some money, and I could care less about that thing now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and in a way, that's a law of attraction thing. Your desire is not... Your desire is not there so that you can get what you're desire, desiring, although... That happens. Your desire's there for you to be able to flow energy. Exactly. And, exactly. And because it's the flowing and the energy that, mm-hmm. at, that that you know, is what it's all about: flowing and transforming energy. But anyway, uh, speaking of transforming have... energy, well, I'm I'm sure we have callers that are dying to ask a question, but I want to kick it off. Ah. Okay, well, should we should we take a break and then bring the professors and kick it off, or what? What do you want to do? 
Whatever you want. I'm, we, I, I, whatever you want to do. We hardly get a stop in the momentum sometimes once we get going. Kind of like when Gene and I get on our soapbox, like just now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, no, I think it's an important point. This, you know, look, just choose, and just if you choose, and you don't like the result, fine, choose again. Big, big, big woo, big woo, big woo. <laughs> Uh-oh. And every moment, all, all, every moment offers a new opportunity to begin anew. That's right. You just every moment choose again. You you don't mm-hmm. have to wait to, and choose again. Like I was saying earlier, twenty six thousand years from now, this mm-hmm. this stellar alignment may only happen that often. But your ability to choose is second to second. Mm-hmm. And also, too, I know the professors have been talking. Uh, which I really appreciate the point that they they said even about our our body's cellular memories that uh before when we would come into physicality, we would only bring a, a very small part of our essence and or the soul part of us the the spirit part of us, and it would occupy the space between the cells however now uh we're bringing so much more of our essence in, and it's um actually the essence of us is filling our bodies. And the cells, though, the body itself has its own thought patterns. And they said that each cell has its own thought. And basically all the cells were chatter, 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 based on uh, past, I'm putting that word in quotes, past experiences, whether it's past experience in this life or in other expressions. And um, and how it, it the chatter is always based on those experiences, on experience. And uh, let's face it, I mean, if you can go into the uh, Akashic Records and you you just look in humanity's, the Earth's Akashic Records and and humanity, there's been a lot of crap that's gone on and there's been, again, bringing up those poverty vows, things like that. Now, we can say we've released it. Mentally, in our minds, we've released it. However, in in the cellular memory, in the cellular patterning, a lot of that is still there. And it chatters to us. It chatters to the mind, and then the mind will take the predominant thought, and that's what we're picking up on lots of times, and then we're having to push that out. Um, But they're talking about breathing in that word limitless, breathing it in, letting it, uh, picturing it going down your spine, and actually filling every, every particle, every cell, every part of our body. And I have to tell you, they're not big fans of giving exercises like that. I'm going to tell you I personally uh, lose interest in exercises like that. Um, You know, I I lose interest in any kind of exercise, physical, mental, whatever. But, um, But I'm finding I've been using this on a daily basis, breathing in that word limitless and uh, and personally, we've had some things come up the last week where would have set me like over the freaking edge. But t- realizing the limitlessness of uh, of us, our our personal limitlessness, and the limitlessness of potentials, um, it's totally shifted things for me. Just that simple thing of breathing in that word limitless letter by letter and letting it feeling it go into my into my uh, my life force energy down my spine and moving it through my body has been um a huge uh 
um, it's had a huge effect on me. Well, and uh, I, I think we all come across one that uh, is out of our sort of circle, but you can, it, it one comes along and really rings your bell. And and some of those have rung, rung my bell before, uh, the the breathing thing and the physical thing. I, I don't know, there's something to that physicalizing stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, let's so physicalize take- a break, and then... Then you can bring bring the boys. Yeah, and, well, they're already here. Yeah. So, yeah, let's yeah. take a little break, and then like, we'll... Uh, like oh, like we say about George and Esther, they really don't ever go anywhere. If anybody's gone from where it's us. Um, so, Aquarius, yeah? Sure. And, uh, I mean, I don't know. I've had a thing about the hang music lately, but... Well, then play it. Well, let's see something about that. Uh, Urban Mist and the Groove. Let's try and the Groove. I don't know what that song is. I don't even know. I maybe maybe Nestor maybe Nestor uploaded that one. So let's listen to it. We'll check it out. We'll be back in about four minutes. We'll bring the professors. You guys give us a call with your questions or put them in the chat room because here it comes. Stay with us.
That happens, see, when I'm trying to solve the uber-odd loss of sound. I don't get back in time from the end of the song. So there. Um, that's um, just to get that off my brain. Um, if you're talking to Claudia, she can call us. Um, and if, even if she doesn't want to ask a question, if she doesn't raise her hand, I won't. I won't make her talk. Uh, maybe. <laughs> no, I won't. Um, but she can call in and be able to listen over the phone uh, without having to say anything, if she would like, because that's a bummer. So that was David Swarup playing the hang. Hang. It's actually just hang. Um, which is like a steel drum, but inverted. They, they call it a hand pan, some people. Um, but it's uh, tremendous, and it does. It looks a lot like a UFO, the instrument. And uh, I had never heard Bashar. That was like in the last week I heard that Bashar talking about it. I just knew it sounded that way to me. And what was it you said the first time you heard it, Jane? Uh, music you can breathe? Yeah, sounds like home. Yeah, sounds music like home. Music you can breathe. Yeah, sounds like home. Yeah. Home with a capital A. Right, apropos. Yes, very much. So for those of you that want to call in, the number is 1-805-243-1318. Or if you're you're logged into Blog Talk, there is a Skype button. If you have Skype, you can Skype in. Yeah, even if you're... And remember to uh, press 1. up there, the little Skype thing. Yeah, and remember to to press 1 to raise your hand if you want to ask Stacey and her friends a question. Yes. And we agree. Sounds like home. Uh, <laughs> so I thought it would be lovely to, since we I was, we were all being a little agitated there. <laughs> ah, this is how it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, Stacy or. The professor here. who's here, <laughs> Stacy's here. Okay. I am here. I'm gonna bring him in. Uh, I just really enjoyed uh, that music. Thank you. Excellent. So, and good day to all of you. <clears throat> good day. <laughs> um, we would like to go directly to questions, and then we will uh, talk a little bit about something that. Uh, we would like to uh, bring into your awareness. Uh, so we are ready for questions. All right. Well, the only uh, you want to you want to hit them with your question, Jane. Well, do they? Do you have a caller? Uh, we don't have a caller yet. There was a a question in the chat room earlier. Was do we dare ask the professors about the election? And the only thing I could think of was Stacy hates them to talk about politics. I don't think they care one way or the other. <laughs> well, it's the point of view. Um, when we last spoke to everyone, uh, we talked about that. Uh, we brought in another group with us, and Stacy was feeling the confusion. Uh, we <laughs> we uh, decided not to bring that group energy with us this evening. Um, But basically the group energy that we brought with us was uh, the group of literally millions of uh, beings on the planet uh, 
about to embark on their own awakening. And a lot of that would have to do with the world scene. Now, Stacey doesn't really like to talk politics, and that's because she still carries judgment around some of this. And she feels others are going to carry judgment around it. Uh, we don't care about judgment. So uh, we have no issue speaking about the political arena. Now, uh, we brought this other group in with us the last time we spoke, uh, the energetic of those who are about to awaken. And we spoke about the elections uh, that are currently uh, in process here in the United States. And in the United States, because it, because the United States is, is a wonderful light bearer. Uh, even though it seems that things are in the dark and out of sync and, and all, all of these um, underlying uh, shadow parts of government, it doesn't matter. The energetic of this wonderful United States is one of brilliant light. The lady in the harbor who holds the torch is symbolic of that. And the reason why we want to speak about the United States and the election in particular is because it does have a major effect on the rest of humanity. Being that the United States is considered, we don't want to call it a superpower, but it is still considered a way shower. Um, and from our perspective, it shines a very brilliant light. Now, we understand that many of you are, uh, many who call themselves light workers, uh, want to keep the current president uh, in the hot seat. Now, when we refer to the hot seat, we refer to the office of president. Now, we understand that there are many, many light workers who want the current president to remain in the hot seat. And we would ask a question to all of you what would happen? Think about it. This is a rhetorical question, but how would you feel if that didn't happen? What is your immediate reaction to that, that his uh, opponent takes the hot seat? What is your immediate reaction to that? Is it one of horror? Is it one of anger? Is it one of denial? Are you still carrying some judgment with that? And this is basically what we were referring to uh, the last time we came to speak, that there is still judgment. Now, we want to say both candidates serve the light. Now, albeit one would serve the light with a bit more grace than the other, but both beings, you think you, think you light workers sometimes think you are the only ones who are ascending, reascending. You think you are the only ones who carry the light. Well, there's your judgment too as well. Now, this all... These two who are running to sit in the hot seat um, both serve the light. Now we would ask you, which one would create the greatest awakening for these millions who are about to embark on their awakening? Would it be the one that everyone wants, that everyone thinks holds the light, that everyone who thinks carries integrity? Or 
would it be the one that perhaps holds on to um, um, these older religious views or this older patterning? Which do you think would create the greatest upset, in turn creating the greatest awakening? You see. Both candidates serve the light. And there is a great potential for the one who sits in the hot seat at the moment to be kicked out of it. Now, we're not saying that's written in stone, but it's very much a great potential. And we would want you to look at this. We would want you, we want to get a rise out of you. We want to bring this up. We want to raise this question for you to see where you are still holding some judgment and attachment. You see, again, we would say, step out of your judgment, whether you are wanting the current president or you are wanting his opponent. We are wanting you to step out of judgment, step out of attachment, and understand that both serve the light. And nothing is going to stop the reascension of humanity. And we are understanding Stacy's calling to mind that um, dear Jean is not a big fan of this word ascension. So let us call it reascension. Um, it's just something. Um, how can we say this? It's it's just something to reference. That's all. Yeah. Uh, so you are reascending, and nothing, nothing. It doesn't matter who sits in that hot seat. Nothing is going to stop the reascension of, of, of humanity. Also, for you light workers, get out of judgment even when you look at others and say, well, they're not awakened because they don't know the lingo. They've never read the Abraham Hicks books. They've never read Cryon. They've never heard the professors. They, 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 they. Get out of your judgment. Not all who seem to be asleep are asleep. You light workers can be highly judgmental. And it's a good time to stop that, <clears throat> wouldn't you say? Absolutely, because in, in holding on to that judgment, in holding on to that judgment, you understand you're still perpetuating separation by holding on to the judgment. You're still saying, well, I'm better than them or we're better than them. Honestly, we would have to say to you, we do not like the term light worker because it still puts you in a category separate and above the rest. You are all spirit beings serving the light. End of story. It's one of Jane's favorite ones is, or to pick on is the term light worker and I've heard some quote-unquote lightworkers say that if Romney gets elected, I'm leaving. I'm moving from the United States, never to return. But let us go back to this. Who would serve when everything is going the way humanity wants it? There, turns, there tends to be a complacency. Think back to when you had your first awakening. Did you find it in a beautiful pasture full of wild flowers and butterflies uh, lighting on your shoulders and dragonflies and unicorns running through the field? No. You had your greatest waking up while you were going through shit. 
you were literally brought to your knees, and that's what finally woke you up. Now, much of this, um, and so when you look at these different ones who are running to sit in the hot seat, um, this one, uh, this 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 one. Uh, this one that carries what we would say more masculine energy, carrying more of the patriarchal energy, the masculine energy that's a bit off balance, uh, this one you call Governor Romney. But he is also serving the light, you see, uh, because it's bringing to light some of the um, out of balance of the masculine energy that still exists. And these two who are running to take the seat, the hot seat, this one in particular, Romney, all of you light workers are sort of casting your vote with the current president. But we would say, which one, think about it, which one would create the greatest awakening for all of humanity? Well, wouldn't it be the one that would come in and want to sort of restrict and who would want to uh, uh, absolutely uh, put more restrictions on uh, that would sort of force the rest of humanity to get on board and say, no, we will not be enslaved to these laws, these old, outdated laws, or we will not be enslaved uh, to things like that. Um, that would create quite quite an outcry and would absolutely shake many out of their complacency. Now, we're not saying that this is absolutely going to happen, um, but this is, at this moment, it is a great potential. And so we would ask you all to step out of your judgment, step out of your attachment. It is not really going to affect your world. You are anchoring in the 5D. You are living your lives as fully ensouled beings. Now, let's give the rest of the world a chance, shall we, in being able to do this. And sometimes this happens when the shit hits the fan. And the shit would absolutely hit the fan if uh, this Governor Romney were to take the hot seat. Absolutely. Now, what we would say to you, what we would say to you, um, is that the potential of him taking that, stepping and sitting into that hot seat is great at the moment. We would also say to you he wouldn't be there long. Just enough to create, uh, to stir the pot, so to speak, and to shake others out of their complacency, if that's if that's the potential humanity chooses to go, which would not certainly be a graceful way, but nonetheless, it would still uh, create the um, the awakening uh, for the many who are ready. Well, as humans often made the collective choice for the loud alarm clock. As opposed Indeed. to the soft one. Indeed. We often know what the, we want the, the, most by seeing what we don't want first. The eternal optimist in me says that um, we may not necessarily need the loud alarm clock anymore. 
um, like any good worker knows, after you get up at the same time for so many years, you just your body clock naturally awakens. Um, and I, I, indeed, I mean, indeed. I think the election. I think the election might be enough. I have a great, a great deal of faith in humanity, and I think they're well on their way already. So maybe we don't need to go down that road anymore. We're saying this is a potential, and we understand it's not a popular potential. Stacy is cringing as we're speaking. <laughs> but it is a potential. And while you may not need the loud alarm clock, um, and many of you don't need that loud alarm, alarm clock, there are many who still are wanting uh, that loud blaring noise, and there are many who are requesting the proverbial brick to fall on their head. Um, understand, we're asking you to step out of judgment with this. We're, under, we're wanting you to look at this and to step out of judgment and to ask the what if, um, and just to see where you are still holding on to some judgment and attachment, you see. you For those of you who are living awake, fully awake, uh, fully ensouled uh, beings, um, you don't need that hit on the head. You don't need that alarm clock, that loud blaring alarm. Uh, but it doesn't mean uh, that others aren't asking for it on a soul level. So we would ask you to just look to see where you're still holding some judgment with that. Um, Not that we're pointing the finger at you, not by any means, but uh, we are noticing the reaction of many when even the last time when we first mentioned it a week ago, a little less than a week ago, uh, even Stacy's brain screamed to us, what? Mm. Yeah. So... You may not need it. It really won't affect you. Regardless of who sits in the hot seat, it really won't affect you. Uh, you are living, um, you're living in a totally different vibration. <clears throat> and, and again, we would repeat, if, if the one who isn't so popular with light workers does get into the hot seat, he wouldn't be there for long. It would be just enough to create the uh, waking up, it would be of these masses who are about to awaken. Now, uh, you're also understanding that although we've always said to you, uh, don't let time mark you, you mark time. In the case of the 2012 and the December uh, 21st date, well, that's so embedded into consciousness uh, that in that sense, time is marking humanity. And um, there is a uh, a crunch time, so to speak. Um, but but we're not, by our own energy, by our own choice, yes? Absolutely. All is by choice. Whether it's conscious or not, all is by choice. But But whether the stars aligned or... It's within our collective ability to just pick a date and put so much energy in it that then it's a thing. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's so. This this December twenty first, twenty twelve date is so embedded uh, within the consciousness of humanity uh, that um, 
they're feeling the crunch. They may not know, and, and understand, we're not talking about those of you who are living as fully ensouled, uh, fully awakened beings. We're, we're speaking about the ones who, who are still sort of stumbling around in the dark, um, sort of with their eyes half closed. And um, they're on an energetic level also understanding on some level, on an energetic level, that there is a crunch time here. And, of course, a reading, the, the, the soul reading, so to speak, the, the collective energetic reading uh, on the soul level, they're ready to get the, uh, the rude awakening, so to speak. Uh, it's, it's when those of you, the, those who we're speaking to now, uh, you sort of... <clears throat> You sort of are the are the ones. If we can go back to the analogy of of going to work, um, there are those who, uh, when they go to their jobs, uh, they get up early enough to give themselves enough time uh, to relax through the morning. They get to themselves to work 15 minutes earlier, a half an hour earlier, and it sort of mentally prepares them for their day. And then you have those uh, who. Um, who get there, uh, if they're supposed to arrive at 8 o'clock, they're there at 8 o'clock on the button, and they're rushing, 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 rushing. Well, basically, for the ones we're speaking to right now, and for those who would listen to uh, the archive in the what you would call in the near future, well, many of you are those workers who sort of took your time through your reascension process. You've had years uh, to go through this. Um, you eased into it, although we understand you didn't feel like you eased into it, but you <laughs> eased into it, you stretched, you were able to take some stretches in between and some coffee breaks in between, what have you. But now the ones who are jumping in uh, now, uh, the ones who are about to undergo this massive awakening, um, these are the ones who have, have uh, they sleep until the last minute and then they're rushing, 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 rushing. Uh, and uh, who get to work we, just on time. So basically, this is the group we're speaking of right now, the ones it, who are... Who in keep, a way, we are the ones that chose the soft alarm clock. Absolutely. And now we're waiting for the ones that had to hear the... Well, absolutely. we're not waiting, but, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, we are kind of waiting because we're carpooling, really. Yes, well, there's that, but... <laughs> You know, one big spaceship. But you're but not able. Cool. Whereas there's good music in the car. I can wait. Well, but that's the thing. You don't need to wait any longer. Um, you've already made the dimensional jump into 5D, and you're sort of getting your feet wet in 5D. Uh, you don't need to be towing the car, towing another vehicle behind you, or you don't need to be waiting uh, for your carpoolers to uh, get in the car with you for you to go to. You especially understand what that is. You've had all of these amazing uh, changes come into your life. Uh, you're living in your dream home. Uh, you're, you've had all these amazing things happen in sh such a short space of time. Well, if you were still sitting waiting for your carpoolers, that wouldn't have happened. You've already made that jump, um, and so and that would be to to all of you here. You've already made that jump into 5D. You don't need to wait for the others to jump into the car, into the vehicle with you, so you can move forward. That's just an excuse uh, that you're using not to move forward. Um, you have absolutely jumped into 5D, 
um, you're anchoring into 5D, which is going to take a little bit more time, but it doesn't mean that you can't play in 5D, uh, and it doesn't mean that you can't uh, move along into your limitless potentials. And be the lamplight of joyful limitlessness to those that are rubbing the sleep from their eyes. It's just a matter of of being your joy. Yeah. And you needn't do anything else except be your joy. Now you're also going to find that um even your 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 spiritual work and we're putting that in quotes because understand even when you're sitting on a toilet uh, uh releasing the toxins or or the, from your body um you're that's a spiritual act. You're a spiritual being. So anything you do, whether you could be picking your nose, it's a spiritual act. You are a spirit being. So anything a spirit being, do, being does is spiritual. It's a spiritual act, regardless of what it is. Um, now, so getting back to even some of your spiritual work, and we're putting that in quotes, whether you're channeling, whether you're teaching uh, courses on enlightenment, or you understand, whether you're writing your books on enlightenment, uh, whatever it is, um, uh, that thing that you've put into the category of being spiritual work, the thing that you jumped off the cliff to go and do, uh, you jumped off the precipice, uh, you took your leap of faith to go and do, um, that is going to be shifting for many of you because you're going to find uh, more and more of you are going to bring in more, shall we say, practicality to your spiritual work. Some of you will even go uh, into fields that you didn't think you would go into, things that you would consider uh, now uh, more secular, um, that there will be joy for many of you now if you wanted to return to the work force because you would create a position whether it's your own business or not really doesn't matter but you would be able to create um, a job position for yourself that would absolutely bring your joy so for many of you who have sort of stepped out of these mainstream careers and things like that you may even be surprised that you'll go back into them now not all of you will but you would be surprised how your roles, how you're going to start seeing things very differently from the 5D perspective, Uh, that it won't be slavery for you, that it won't have that energetic for you anymore. Uh, It'll be something that you'll be able to create um, and go into it with an ease, and you won't feel as if you're enslaved to to the man, uh, enslaved for so many hours. It's going to change for many of you. And and it it can change. And if you're confident that, and even if you're a little, I'm not sure. If you know that you've changed inside, then you, the experience you walk into is going to be changed because it's experience, not the not some static situation. Absolutely, absolutely. I can attest to that. Actually, having just gone back to work. Um, it was really weird I was for gonna me say, at first you... to walk into, yeah, because I walked into a place where the boss's priority, how did he put it, my staff has to be, my priorities are this, my staff has to be happy and then my customers have to be happy. But my staff comes first because if my staff's not happy, my customers will never be happy. Um, 
and I'm working with a team of people who are just lovely, wonderful individuals. It's just, it's, you know, I get the hours I want. I, it's. Well, you said you, it's not. My like, body's keeping up. Not like the service jobs you've had before, where everybody was backbiting and stabbing each other, and but it's still a service job. It's, it's, it's just it's, yeah. a new energy service job, more or it's, less. Yeah, it's a different energy. It's still doing because essentially you, the same that's the th- work. That's the thing, people. You take your own energy everywhere you go. Hard not to. Wherever you go, there you are. So take your new energy off into some situation. It, you won't be in the situation if it doesn't match the new energy. That's the story, right? Guys? If you're dreading it, it doesn't. If it doesn't feel good to you, that's not where you're going to be. You're, that's not the place for you to be. Um, but as you are anchoring and playing more with this fifth dimensional frequency, you're going to see very much um, like the lotus, the lotus blossom, all of these petals just opening up, all of these potentials, all of these. Um, these uh, possibilities opening up for you one step at a time. And you'll be able to move very freely in between and going into different things, Um, much like what Jean just spoke about with her uh, new job. Um, It's not feeling like it's a job. It's feeling there's joy. Uh, There's some moments where it feels definitely like a job, but for the most part, there's an experience of joy around it. Everything Um, has its moments. Indeed. And when you go into anything uh, wanting, uh, when you go, when you honor yourself, which you've all been working so hard at that and have, have come into mastery at that, whether you believe it or not, you've come into mastery with this now. Uh, it's just a matter of recognizing the mastery. Um, but you've moved into mastery of honoring yourself. You cannot help but attract those who will honor you as well. Now, um, or not, we don't even like to use that word. We're going to use that word attract for lack of a better one um, because you're certainly not attractors. You're, you're amazing creators. Rendezvous. Um, uh, indeed, but you're also, you're also going to encounter um, some who are still going to rub you the wrong way. Um, and what we would say to you is, is again, uh, we know Stacy mentioned it briefly as you you all were conversing in the beginning. But we would say to you, um, if, if if some sort of shit lands in your your lap, whether somebody's throwing that at you or you sort of found it there, uh, we would just say, just stand up and brush it, uh, symbolically brush it off your lap and keep moving on because uh, they're not, nothing is coming into your experience anymore really for you to learn about it. You know already, if you are masters, you've been working this reascension path uh, for a a very large uh, time just of your life now in this life. You've been working this for so long and so it's it's enough now. You don't need to be the student always learning from experiences and always learning. Um, and and uh, it's now just a matter of, of walking through life as the master that you are, the master teacher that you are, or just the master being that you are, um, and just allowing yourself to move through these experiences. Hello. Yes. 
Molly agrees, or is that Lukey? That would be Lukey. Lukey agrees. I'm sorry. No, it's quite all right. We like dogs. But, um, yeah, it's, like you said, the job, the hard work is is done. But, you know, overachieving light workers. Now I'll just get over uh, it. Overachieving light workers, we're always looking for, you know, it's kind of like the weightlifter. You started off lifting 25 pounds, and then 50, and then 75, and then 100. And now you're lifting 250 pounds, 20, 10 times what you started with. But it still feels heavy because you keep picking up more at once. So stop and notice how much you're picking up now, and feel free to take a breath. And literally, uh, literally, just stand up and wipe off your lap of some of the crap that you bring into your own lap or you allow others to bring in. Understand, too, um, uh, please, that none of it has anything to do with you anymore. Now, we understand when you first started on this reascension path, we said, oh, it's all about you. It's all about you, whatever you are uh, bringing into your life whatever you're creating, a good, bad, or indifferent. It's all about you and what you're doing and doing, 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 doing. Now what we're saying is get out of the doing and just remain in the being. Um, you're not, um, if uh, you don't need to go into the work and delving into why did this occur? What am I doing that created this? Bah, 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 bah. Get out of it. Get out of it. Bust through that bubble and just get on to the uh, onto the way of beingness. Just being with things. Just being observant. Uh, not getting mental. Not analyzing. Just observing it. Shrug your shoulders and walk away. Don't label it. Shrug your shoulders and walk away. Um, you don't need to go into all of that anymore. You are in your mastery. We're going to repeat that. You are in your mastery. Now, we're already seeing some of you shaking your heads. We're already seeing, we're already seeing some of you question. We're seeing the big question marks. Get over it. You are Thank in you. your mastery. You're in it. You don't have to work it anymore. You are it. Now, be it. I can feel it, too. People are like, this is worse than saying it's right around the corner. Well, so be it. Here it is. Now, if you want to keep looking for things to stall you, uh, if you want to keep looking for things, uh, basically these are just stalling tactics. And, and, and that's another thing. A lot of this, oh, there's so many different layers to so many things that occur in your reality um, but a lot of this was also sort of a refining and a, um, a stalling process uh, until while you were in that fourth dimension uh, between the third and, and the fifth. Basically, for those of you who were in this soul-searching and long-awakening process, it was you were hovering more in the fourth-dimensional frequency. You sort of had, uh, you were still sort of playing with three, seeing five on the horizon and still sort of playing with three. And basically in that fourth dimensional frequency was all the questioning of self. Now, for those of you who are, who are anchoring into that fifth dimensional frequency, stop questioning self. Be 
self, capital L, S. Just be self. Be mastery. It's not something that you have to wait for. It's not something that you have to work on. It is something, understand, it is something that you came in with. And it is something that has literally exploded within your being as you are bringing more of the essence of you into your physical body. So stop stalling. Stop looking for excuses. Own the mastery and move in the mastery. Be in the mastery. Amen. Are there any other questions? Yes, after that, do, do we have anyone else willing to step into the uh, hot seat? We'll call it hot seat tonight. Yeah. I'm just reading the chat room to see if they're... Did I miss anybody's question back up there? No, just cartoons. And quite frankly, you're all, uh, we want you to celebrate even the awakening of the millions, millions, those who are awakening. Now understand, again, they're not going to know the lingo of the light worker. They're not going to know this word ascension. They're not going to know all of the um, the uh, channelers. They're not going to know all of the terminologies. They're not going to know five-dimensional frequency. They're not going to know fourth-dimensional frequency. They're, these words are not going to be in their lingo. However, it does not mean that they are not awakened. And we would encourage you, uh, for those of you who are fully awakened, fully ensouled beings, understanding recognizing that you're that who you are we would ask you uh to step out of uh that judgment when it comes to those who you think are not awakened just because they're not using the same lingo as you are using Yes, most of the I, I'll just say, and then Jane, I, I want your question. Um, <laughs> but these people sitting up and going, "Wait a minute, this isn't right. Something, this isn't right." They your, don't. They don't have the lingo, maybe, but they're they're pretty much doing the same thing. It's when you first wake up. That's where the hell? Am I, what the hell is going on around here? And okay. Be gentle would, with them and, and we self. Would say to you, we would say to you that there are many in your political arenas all across the planet who would be very comfortable in one of your, ugh, dare we say it, light worker gatherings. <laughs> um, had, if they knew about them, they would be very comfortable in that sort of gathering. They would be very comfortable uh, sitting in your presence and discussing these sorts of things with you. Now, they do not call themselves light workers. They do not say they are awakened, but they are. They, in other words, what's interesting about them is they don't put a label on it. Hmm, they just light be worker. It. Hmm, light worker, can you say the same? 
All of the labels you love to place on yourselves. Stop it. Are indeed. indicators of separateness. In your, indeed. Oh, thank you guys. I'm gonna can I, I'm gonna cut that clip, and we gotta make a video out of that. Just that one little section, and I'll never have to say it again. Yeah, that's been your deal since as long as I've known Gene. This go round. Star seed. I'm from Arcturus. I'm from Pleiades. I'm from here. I'm a light worker. I'm a massage. All, all of that just makes her want to throw you up. You are all of it and none of it. And I just see them all now as roads that I see the road I walked. I see the roads that other people have walked, and it, it, they're just roads. They're just roads with some see, road signs. Now- if you in let the chat room, all of it, and don't get you are all of it. You are all of it and none of it. You understand? Yes. You are all There's of it term. and none of it. There's a term you in the chat room that I can totally, that I can totally embrace right now. Um, there are many heart workers who've never heard the word light worker. Yes, 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 yes. Indeed. Yes. 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 Just lovers. Yes. Bravo. Bravo. I get paid to love people. That lady said Bravo. on our show. Bravo. So yes. now, Jean. You wanted to know something. Not going to let you get away with it. I just had an interesting experience the other day, and I was just wondering uh, what that was about. Although, you know, I probably have an idea, but it might be entertaining for our listeners. I was at work, and I have a a deathly allergy to penicillin, and... um, I, I, without thinking, which by the started, way, which which by the way uh, goes into uh, cellular uh, cellular thoughts, cellular memory. But go ahead. Okay, that's awesome. Maybe you can explain why I have that. Um, but so I was cleaning some mold without even thinking about it, um, not realizing, of course, what is penicillin made from the <laughs> mold. And um, of course, I had a, a major allergic reaction that came on so fast, I was working right through it until one of the girls pulled me out of the room and said, okay, you have to go outside, and then they rushed to get me medication and blah, blah, blah. But the funny thing about it was, well, I'm sitting there not able to breathe and knowing that if I don't give the medication in time, I'm probably in trouble. I was laughing through the whole thing. I thought it was the funniest thing. It was like, ha, 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 death by mold. This is hilarious. It was not small. Now understand that laughter was the soul essence of you because, you see, the soul essence of you always knows everything is okay. We're going to repeat that. The soul essence of you, the essence of you knows all is always well. And so that was the essence of you bubbling up, literally bubbling up and sort of enveloping yourselves and saying it's okay. Now, what we would relate this back to is an expression of yours working in the uh in the mining in the in the mining uh work being uh in these caves uh mining unable to breathe uh and that's what your cellular memory that's what your cells are remembering, and when you were deep within these caves, there was a lot of this. Um, a mold, there was a lot of this dankness, there was a lot of this. It's not the penicillin per se as it is this 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 mold or this being in this cave. Now you can integrate that aspect of you and just release it, but in one sense you've already done it 
because the soul essence of you bubbled up with laughter, you see. The soul essence of you bubbled up and drowned out the chatter of the cells. And the the and most interesting the effect that it had something to follow. Indeed. The most interesting effect that it had was that um as worried as my boss was and this young coworker was, both of them actually, the young woman who ran to get me medication and the one that stayed with me, as worried as they were, they couldn't help but giggling at me laughing. So it lightened the whole experience for everybody. It was like, it's happening, but it's not a big deal. Indeed. And it, Indeed. It, and it this is how you shine your light. Absolutely. Just in your beingness. You took an ordinary event in life. Oh, perhaps in that moment it was a bit extraordinary for you. But it would be considered an ordinary moment in life, and you transformed it and brought it to the next level, not just for yourself, but for those around you as well. And you don't think your coworkers were telling their, that story to others as well? And, there, and thus is the way of those of you who are masters. Sounds like it's a master about teacher just to me. simply being in your mastery. Being in your mastery. And, dear Jean, you were being in your mastery in this little was, ordinary event in life. And it was fun. It, it sounds Indeed. crazy, but it felt good. It felt good Indeed. to be able to laugh at that and not to, you know, I mean, two years ago, I would have been terrified. But mm. now feels, it was just like, feels good like, to be yourself. Feels good to be yourself. Indeed. And that is a great indicator uh, for those of you who can laugh when these sorts of events come in. Um, that is a good barometer for you to see your soul essence at work. Because it wasn't a conscious thought, oh, I'm just going to laugh. You literally bubbled up oh. with laughter. And no, I couldn't, I couldn't help it. the essence of you, indeed, indeed. I still can't help it when I think about it because it was such a funny situation that I, I still can't help laugh when I think about it because I couldn't stop laughing i just i tried several times because it was hard enough to breathe without laughing on top of it but i couldn't stop laughing it was just and they kept asking me why are you laughing this is you know why we don't understand this is just you know is your mind gone like we would also we would also place a challenge before you um a playful challenge uh, go and play with the mold and see if your body has the same reaction. I actually did that today. Mm. And what was your body's reaction? I didn't react to it. Mm. You see? Mm. You can dig at these things and run through lots of processing. You clear the cellular memory. Or you can laugh. Indeed. And it's the same. And from now on, when you deal with mold, you will not have that reaction. And this is what we're saying to you. Uh, play with that. Um, as long as it feels comfortable to you, we would say play with that. Play in that mold again and see what happens. 
your body will have quite a different reaction because uh, the soul essence of you bubbled over, um, <clears throat> changing the uh, the cellular thought, if you will, uh, helped to make light of the worry of the cells that eventually got. Um, that came into your your mindset, into your thinking brain, like, oh no, mold. Uh, That was the cells. Uh, That was the cells who sort of put that caution or or sort of put that in you up until this point. Um, And your soul essence came in, bubbled up with laughter, shifted all of that. So we would say to you, if you went and 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 touch the mold or or were in a place with mold uh, again since that time you will find that your body is going to have a very different reaction to it now because you have shifted that and you did it so effortlessly and this is a wonderful example for all of you uh you can shift things so effortlessly through the laughter or through the just the shrugging of the shoulders and kind of giggling a little bit and walking away, um, you will find that your flight or fight responses are going to change. Uh, your previous uh, flight or fight responses are going to change. Uh, you won't have that, oh, I have to fight it or let me run away from it. You'll just learn to be with it and laugh through it. Well, that's that awesome news for all of you. That is huge. But this is the natural flow. This is the natural course uh, that would follow uh, those who are being in their mastery. And being in your mastery simply means acknowledging totally and fully that you are... Uh, that you are a fully ensouled, fully awakened being and just be done with it. Move on into your mastery with that. Just acknowledge you are a fully ensouled, fully awakened being and that is enough to trigger your mastery. Remember, masters. Remember, masters. Remember, masters. Yes. So, uh, there is a question in chat. Uh, professors, what happens to us each time we integrate an aspect of ourselves? Do we get whole-er? You are already whole. Understand, you are already whole. Um, when you integrate, what you are doing is transmuting um, some of the... Um, you are transmuting energy and just sort of putting it through a filter and bringing it back into your field uh, uh, clearer. Um, When you integrate, uh, you are already a full being. Um, When you integrate, many times you will bring in a a remembrance, um, which gives you perhaps a more complete picture, but does it make you more complete, you more whole? Uh, You are already complete. You are already whole. Um, 
it will the integration will bring a remembrance in and it also transmutes the energy uh if there was um fear uh if there was uh a- anything associated with that expression it you're sort of running it through a filtration process it uh, process and absorbing it now into the wholeness of love that you are uh, the fully awakened, fully ensouled being is a being of love, is a being of master, mastery. Um, and so you just bring all of that in and it adds another piece of the puzzle, uh, so to speak, um, in your remembrance of who you are. Do you need more clarity on that? Hmm. What say you, Mary? Uh, this is another thing. Many of you um, sometimes you feel that you're a big she bit frag, uh, a big frag, a uh, bit fragmented. Um, we would say just taking in some deep. You're not fragmented. What it is sometimes is many of you aren't uh, aren't um, grounded in your physical bodies, and this is a must. This is an absolute must, and we have made this our our theme uh, from the first time we came in and 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 spoke. Um, you must remain fully anchored, grounded in your physical vehicle. You must do this um, in order to navigate in your physical world. If you are not here on an essence level, you will feel confused. You will feel anger. You will fear uh, feel fear. Um, you will feel uh, absent-minded. You know when you're not in your body, and it is imperative. We cannot stress this enough. It is imperative for you to be fully grounded, the essence of you to be fully grounded in your body in order to enjoy and get the most out of the physical experience. It cannot be any other way. Now, in other expressions, um, many of you would immediately leave your bodies uh, when there was something that you didn't want to deal with. Even in your uh, even in your reascending process, you did this. But as you bring more of the essence in, as you ground into 5D, you must stay grounded in your bodies. You must. This is the... Um, now you're not going to get punished or nothing nothing of that sort if if you decide to go out but in order for you to get the most out of this physical experience then you must be fully grounded in your bodies and you do that simply by taking a few deep breaths and that's sort of one of the key one of, one of the key things uh, 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 this Ascension, bad word, reascension, remembering. Uh, it's happened before, but not in the body. Indeed. This is the first time any of you are actually going into your next, um, we'll use the word incarnation, uh, but really you're going into your next, you've already gone into your next expression. Uh, without leaving your physical body. Now, before you would leave your physical body, you would sort of plan out your next life. You would come in with a sort of blueprint to follow. If you went off the roadmap, if you weren't following the roadmap, you had your guides and your angels come in to sort of uh, 
push you, prod you a little gently to get you back on your path, back on your road. Now, for those of you who are reascending, that blueprint, that roadmap is out the window. You are charting the course as you go along. Uh, you've never done this before, and this is why we would say and encourage you very strongly to make sure you stay in body. Stay here. This is where you will be able to get the, by staying in the physical body, this is where you will be able to chart your course. This is where, with clarity, mind you, with clarity, uh, this is where you will be able to draw your, your road map as you go along. Uh, your guides and angels, uh, yes, they're, they're still there. Uh, you have uh, an, un, an unlimited uh, amount of non-physical beings who are uh, ready, willing, and, and able to assist. Uh, but as you... Step into your mastery as you own your mastery and own your sovereignty. Um, understand the process is a little bit different now for those of us who are in the non-physical. Uh, whereas before, your guides and angels would swoop in and prod you and, and give you all these road signs to get back on the, on the path you were supposed to be on. Uh, and basically, they did that without your okay. Well, that's not okay anymore. You are owning your sovereignty. You are owning your mastery. And if you're needing assistance, you must ask for it. And if you want to ask for it with clarity, you must remain in body. For you to go off into altered states and to go into astral travel, now we're not saying, we're not saying this is wrong, not by any means. Uh, but in the past, so we're putting that in quotes. In the past, many of you would go into these deep meditative states. You would sort of put yourself in altered states, even by listening to other channelers or, or what have you, listen to those of us in the non-physical to get you in this space uh, to move you along, and you would still in that space get out of your bodies a bit. And so we would say to you, always be aware, make that a prime uh, a prime directive, so to speak, to make sure that you are in your body as you chart your course. Now, if you want to call in for reinforcements, uh, by by all means. But understand, you're a master, you're a sovereign being. Uh, you can call on uh, future aspects of you. Uh, you can call on on um, really a limitless amount of sources for assistance. Uh, and we would even, and we would say though, practice discernment, even when you're listening to those of us who are in the non-physical. Practice discernment. Uh, we are not the end all and be all of knowledge. You are the end all and be all of knowledge, sovereign being, master of the universe. You are. Um, uh, you should always have the last say of what your truth is and where you want to uh, go in your physical uh, expression. Indeed. We're right at our uh, normal time. Uh, technologically, we've got some extra time. If uh, Stacy and you guys, we, we have two questions. Uh, I know what one of them is, and I think Indeed. it's an excellent uh, question. Ask, ask. Okay. The, the, the first question is about memory. Jane, uh, I have the same thing, so... You ask, or I'll ask. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Well, it, I mean, it's a very simple explanation. I have a very, um, very hard time holding on to memories about things that 
people told me or even movies that I've watched or things that I've said, and it seems to be getting worse. It's like if it's not a priority to get me through the day or even get me through a now moment, it I I just don't retain um, retain memory of events or conversations, and I'm used to. Okay, so you know, obviously, I, I, are you so holding off. some judgment around this? It's totally okay for that. Uh, you are moving no, moment to um, No, I'm okay with it. Um, my family thinks it's really odd, <laughs> but I'm, I'm so used to it now. You know, I mean, I, I get to watch movies over yes. again for the first time. Well, the truth times. is, you retain everything. But if you remembered everything that you know all at once, your head would explode. Indeed, indeed, and you're you're learning uh, what uh, what we like that you use in this now moment. Um, the memory is just the memory belongs to the past. Now we're not saying that. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you uh, forgot that um, you shouldn't cross an intersection. Uh, when the light is green and all the cars are going, well, that would be to your physical detriment. Um, so that sort of memory is good to retain that sort of thing. Um, but when it comes to these inconsequential things, um, uh, you would be on overload if you had to consciously remember everything. Uh, be in this now moment. Uh, a memory is just that. It belongs to what you would call the past. Um and unless it's going to serve you in your now moment, you have no need of it. Like you said, and unless it's a priority. if you need it, it will be called up. If it's something that you need, it, the remembrance will be instantaneous. If it is something oh. that you need in your now moment. Uh, many of you are experiencing this. There are some of you who have a wonderful uh, retention um, uh, of things, but don't be in judgment. If Now, what we would say, um, if it's because you're feeling foggy, now we're not saying for you, for you, Jean, who asked the question, but for those of you who are feeling a fogginess will attach to that loss of memory, well, then we would say, check in and see if you're in your physical body. Indeed. But it's it's like riding a bike or throwing a Frisbee. You don't think about it all the time, but if somebody hands you a Frisbee, you probably know what to do with it without mm -hmm. having to remember the last time I did this, I took my hand and I went, you just do it. Yes, and, and unless you're a professional Frisbee uh, thrower or player, this is not something that you need in every now moment. Indeed. So now we do have a caller uh, that has one last question. Uh, and uh, I'm glad that we're able to uh, get it in. So, welcome. What's your name and what's your question for the professors? Hi, my name is Sharon, and thank you for taking my call. You were talking about how we can access information from our higher selves or uh, our other selves, all the dimensions of ourselves, let's say. Mm. So, what what is uh, the easiest process to contact all those dimensions of our ourselves. Well, being that you are the master, you're in mastery, you're a sovereign being in mastery, it is just simply a matter of taking a deep breath. Now, uh, you can poo-poo that, all of you, as much as you want, uh, but we would say if we had that tool when we were in physical expression, 
um, those of us who are speaking with you as the collective group, the professors, if if we had that tool when we were in physical form, our lives would have been much, much easier. Um, and this is why we're passing it on to you. The simple tool of just breathing, giving intent to connect with whomever, and then the next step, trust. Trust that the information you're receiving is from your higher source, from you. Uh, you have access to all sorts of information, but the thing that comes in with many of you is trusting that that information is correct or trusting that you're getting the information clearly. Uh, for you, dear Sharon, we would simply say to you, take a deep breath with the intent to connect with the highest aspect of you that would understand where you want to go next. Okay. And then allow the information to come in and trust the inf trust the information that comes through. It's very very simple. It is not this deep process that you have to go through. It is a simple matter of taking a deep breath, giving intent to receive the information and you receive it. That simple. And we would say for you to build your muscles on this, dear Sharon, for you to to sort of test it. Uh, Stacy tests our information all the time, and we have been uh, good friends with her uh, for eons, and we have been in communication in this way uh, for well over a year, going on almost two years, and yet Stacy will still test the information. There's nothing wrong with that uh, to test the information that you get. So you can ask a very simple question. Um, uh, we're sort of at a loss for a question to ask, but but keep it simple. Start with simple things, asking for guidance. Uh, where would be the best place for me to go grab a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and uh, get it at the best price and maybe get a little extra thrown in with it with service or what have you. Do it in that sort of way. Start with things that aren't so, that you're not so attached to, in other words. Um, some of the bigger things, um, sometimes many of you have difficulty trusting. Oh, am I especially if it's an answer that you really do want, you're thinking it's too good to be true. Um, <laughs> you all play these amazing games with yourselves. Um, so we would say start off with something small. Test it with something small. Um, where uh, where would be the best parking space? I, find a close parking space for me uh, when I go to the store. Uh, direct me to a close parking space. Things like that. Play with it with, with some of the smaller things, the things that you would label smaller. And, and, and sort of flex your muscles, build your muscles with that. Uh, or you can move right in with the big guns and ask big questions. It to it's totally up to you, dear Sharon. Totally up to you. But we would say trust. Always trust the information that you're receiving. Take a deep breath. Give the intent to connect with the highest aspect of you to get the highest answer for your good and trust the information that you receive. Thank you. Thank you, dear one, for, for having the courage to call and the confidence to call and for stepping into your mastery. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Indeed. Namaste. Indeed. And uh, I'm just... Add, don't put too many expectations on. Don't think, okay, I bet I can speak Chinese, and then expect a manual to appear in your head. <clears throat> Doesn't work well, like that. It just it can, if, if you were well, it can, but 
if you were in a situation where you needed to speak it, there it would just be if you let it. Indeed. Probably. Indeed. As you, we we have access to way more than we as you, have the faith to believe right this minute. Indeed. 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 All right. Well, that concludes with the questions. Did uh, did you have perhaps one more uh, point that you would like to make before we? Uh, no, we believe we did. Adieu. We've said enough. Um, we would uh, always encourage you to stay in your bodies, take deep breaths, stay in. We would encourage you to be neutral observers of the world scene. Uh, we would encourage you to step fully and own your mastery and uh, enjoy the ride. Uh, until we speak again, good day to you. Good day. Thank you so much. For... <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> so there, we want to get your attention a little. Well, okay. <laughs> I want to thank everybody. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for participating. Um, thank you for allowing me the privilege of um, uh, channeling is such a joy for me. So thank you for allowing the opportunity. You know, Rick and Jean, this absolutely goes for you guys too. And can I get like a shameless plug-in for a free event we're doing Thursday evening? I would absolutely like to go without. We love shameless plugs. Okay. All right. Well, Thursday, Mark and I will be celebrating our ninth wedding anniversary, and um, <laughs> we thought we would love to. Um, uh, in honor of our love and the love for all of uh, all of you, that we would offer a free channeling on Thursday evening. Um, so it's gonna. Uh, I think it's at seven o'clock. Uh, you can go to our uh, radiantsources.com Facebook page. That's basically the main page that we're uh, working with at the moment. Um, for those of you who are listening, you can go to our, our radiantsources.com Facebook page. Uh, the information is there for registering for our, our live webcast Thursday evening. Um, I don't know what the professors are going to talk about yet, but uh, I'm feeling like really good. I, all I could say is I'm translating the energy as very fun, lighthearted, with, but also packing a punch. That's that's the only way I can describe the, uh, the frequency that they're giving me for Thursday night. Um, so please come and celebrate our anniversary with us. Allow us, please, to um, extend this gift to you and thus extending it to ourselves as well. So that would be Thursday at 8 p.m. And uh, the registration information would be on our uh, radiantsources.com Facebook page. Thank you, Rick and Jean, absolutely. for letting me say that. Thank you. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And happy Thank anniversary. You. Yes. Yeah, thank you. And congratulations. Baby doll, I haven't been able to say that to you in person or through voice. Congratulations <laughs> on your engagement. Thank you. And thank you. It's very a, a whopping you've had a whopping few months. Wow. I have but, and I am in recovery mode. I'm still not answering emails. So for anybody who's emailed me, I do apologize. I continue to apologize, but I don't really feel that apologetic. Um I've other than doing the radio show and going back to work, I've really taken a step off of all of my other stuff. I'm not writing. I'm not blogging. Um, occasionally I'm painting. But other than that, I'm just enjoying this miracle that occurred, and I am getting comfortable with it and adjusting to, to the new life and um, just Let's trying to stay in a place of gratitude. 
Let's put it this way. She apologizes for you taking offense, perhaps, but she's doing what Uh, she's led to do. And she didn't even even RSVP for the show tonight. So, (laughs) you know, she can't be bothered with that. Well, actually... I did on Stacy. Actually, did yeah, she did. <laughs> well, I was looking on the event. Not on the page, event page, though. Coming, but, you know. um, oh, the event page. Oh, my bad. Okay, well, you know, I'm still getting the hang of the new phone. No, no, it's okay. Uh, I am entirely in favor of what you're doing because you're doing, you're being you. I hope. I hope that in the long run, um, you know, I'm going to be able to look at this and and look back on it, write about it, and I hope that it sets a positive example for others to, you know, be that permission slip that they need to just shut down and say, okay, this is about me right now. I need to do this for me. And um, this, when I'm done doing it for me, i volume two with no need yeah. to crash. <laughs> with no need to crash. Absolutely. That's right. Absolutely. I, I think oh, it, yeah, exactly. So, you know, that's everybody has to honor that. How could you not? Anyway, Absolutely. big love to everybody in the chat. Uh, I want to mention again, big love to all of our podcast listeners, 1,200 of you last week. Uh, Woo-hoo. Thank you, everyone. You. Thank you. Um, you know, join us again. We have, we, we're doing, we have somebody coming. Is somebody coming? We have An- we have Angela Mandato coming on Thursday. We have Diane. I don't know. <laughs> and, well, Angela, Diane Shelton, uh, like uh, you remember, Elise Fee said, you know, I got lots of friends and I had fun. Well, that would be Angela Mandato, Diane Shelton. Um, oh, I'm so excited! I love they, meeting new people. We're oh, just we're. Just- I get emails almost every day going, hey, I'm a friend of Elise's, and can I come play? And I'm like, yeah. So Yeah, and this I'm going to throw in a shame to our, to our multitude of podcast listeners. We love you very much, and we're so grateful for your support and passing around the show and for listening to the show and just for being. But i got to be honest, guys, I – Rick's been working his butt off. He's doing like triple duty over there because I haven't been doing anything for the show other than showing up on show night and talking because I know y'all love to hear me talk. Ha, ha, ha. Um, you know, buy that Everyday Connection website and buy Rick a cup of coffee. He's so earned it. <laughs> he really has. He, he's doing double time. I'm, um, I'm in my passion. It's, you know, I... I feel like, you know, Bashar with that Shivai, which roughly translates to out of my way, I'm in my passion. And because <laughs> it just, uh, well, this calendar kept getting empty and there wasn't anybody on the calendar and a couple of people expressed concern and I kept saying, I don't know, we just, we've never scheduled the show. So we just take the people that show up and it's going to be fine. And then poof, now we're full till the end of November. We even We're have Mary and Jill. We even have uh Thanksgiving night. Um Oh, one of your favorite friends, Gene. David Cole will be here Thanksgiving night. David's coming on Thanksgiving night. Oh my goodness, what a wonderful time. Of course, it's American Thanksgiving and because you have it on a different date in Canada. Y'all have already had Thanksgiving this year. Right? It's okay. So it's the energetic around the holiday. Um 
Absolutely. You know, not to say that I celebrate it because I think that every day should be Thanksgiving. Yes. Um, but the energetic around the holiday is very meaningful to um, at so many people, well, it's and almost. I can't think of any. I can't think of anybody better to have on the show than David Cole on that night because he lives and breathes gratitude. There's a man who walks in gratitude every day, the best as I he have noticed. Does. All of us have yeah. our moments. Don't let me ever oh, yeah. give anybody don't let me ever give anybody a different impression about that. All of us have our moments. But uh yeah. all those for the best too. So uh join Stacy and guys on Thursday. Join us on Thursday, work those together somehow. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot you guys are on Thursday. No, that's okay because remember you can listen, all right, cause it, you listen to our podcast. Almost everybody um, listens to our podcast. Forgive us if we're not there for the whole time, but it'd probably be like last time you did a Thursday. I was there for forty-five of the yeah, minutes of the hour so ahead of the show, you. and everybody is a, everybody is allowed to go, and you can you can even be a couple of minutes late to the chat room and and listen to the podcast like twelve hundred other people do every week. Uh, because this is a very special occasion, and so you all have written excuses wow. from. Teacher Rick and Teacher Jean to be missing from class on Thursday. Go see Stacy and Mark, okay? And, George uh, says go separate. That's right. And um, uh, if Angela wasn't coming, we'd just pipe ourselves in over there somehow. But uh, uh, we have a great show that, that will be coming. So it's you guys okay. join them for Register. anniversary. Register at all. Because anniversary only happens on Thursday and our our podcasts are over 100 hours of it available on the website anytime you want. So uh, Beautiful. join them on Thursday. But until then, stay connected. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Thank you. We hope you'll join us again next time. Until then, visit our website at everydayconnection.me. And please like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Everyday Connection. Think you might miss an episode? No problem. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your Everyday Connection. question of your life the only question before that question how do you find the perfect ring to ask it with with the incredible selection of diamonds at jared and our price match guarantee you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love visit your local jared store today and dare to be devoted we promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer see jared.com slash price match for details so you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted.
We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.